And welcome to This Week in MCU, the weekly after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. This week we are talking The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode 4, entitled The Whole World is Watching. With me, as always, my partner in crime, Sunraven. Hey, how you doing? How many years am I going to get for this? <laughs> how many years? <laughs> well, I mean, if we're doing a crime, you got to do it right. Yeah, that's true. If you get, if you get in a monthly sentence, you're not doing the proper right. crime. It, it really depends on how long the MCU is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, you have a good week? Yeah, everything's been going pretty well. Any uh, any news uh, from Marvel that that you've seen? Um, there was a couple of things that came up yesterday, and um, well, one of them was the Disney Store put out a uh, image of uh, Falcon in the full Captain America getup, like right. straight from the comics. So we I don't know if that's a leak or <laughs> or what happened there. Interesting. Uh, so that that's an interesting one. Uh, there was uh, the fact that Russell Crowe just got signed on for Thor Love and Thunder. Did they say so what character? Th- no, they didn't. Mm. Uh, but there was photos, because uh, they're filming down in Australia, so there was photos at a, at a rugby game of uh, um, Goldblum was, was with them at the show. Okay. So there's photos of them palling around at, at the game, but also then uh, Russell Crowe was there as well, and now he's on the cast. So we don't know if uh, if Goldblum, Goldblum is showing showing back up in a movie, which would be really cool. I like that character. Um, there's a, a couple other things like uh, evidence of uh, Kid Loki showing up for the for the TV show. Well, and how did you happen to manage to find to see that? Was it the brand um, new Loki trailer that we that we got this week as well? Yeah, and that thing was really cool. <laughs> it was really great. I you know I was tempted to have us break it down here, uh, but I think that we probably shouldn't. I think we should wait until after the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because we'll have a couple of weeks without episodes, and we can <laughs> yeah. just break. Well, what I'd like to do is take like Loki and maybe the. Uh, the Black Widow trailers, like all of them together, and break them down, and, right. and just talk That's about okay. talk about all that. Um, also, this week we got news that Renee Elise Goldsberry is joining She Hulk, and oh, that's she, excellent. yeah, so she uh, is best known for Hamilton, uh, right. and she also. Um, she was in uh, what is it? There was a series. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It was another sci-fi series, though. Um, but she was in uh, a sci-fi series recently, uh, so she's she's got a little cred with the uh, the the geek culture. Uh, but we, st- I I looked to see if I could find out what character she was playing, and there was one reference to a character um, named Amelia. Okay. Now, when I looked, that Amelia character, the only reference in She-Hulk to an Amelia, was kind of the equivalent of a mean girl at school. <laughs> so, so it's not it's not clear what she's actually going to be um, playing, but um, yeah, we'll see we'll see how that all works out. That's um, excellent. 
Yeah, and apparently there might be some new Moon Knight footage that got Oh, leaked. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. I, I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah, so um, it's funny because I've been reading Marvel Unlimited and um, been been reading it monthly as if it was a poll list, and I'm up to September of, of 2020. And there is an issue of the Avengers where Moon Knight is fighting Black Panther for some reason. Uh, and blah, 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 something, something, something. And Moon Knight has the power of the Phoenix. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so he calls himself Moon Knight, the Fist of the Phoenix. Oh, that's Because terrible. of Fist of Khonshu, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I haven't, uh, that, that was like the last page. It was the cliffhanger for the, for the comic. So I'll have to, uh, let you know how that comes out but but anyhow okay so uh yeah there's a lot going on marvel wise but let's jump right into it before we just do the breakdown what did you think overall of the episode oh it was great um the fighting scenes continue to to be top notch and uh yes you know, what, what they're doing what they're doing with the characters is just you know, th- there's so much good stuff in it. it, it it's it, it's hard to like watch it in even in two takes. Yes, <laughs> and yes. catch everything, and, and uh, that's actually frustrating. I can't I can't sit down and watch it three times, but <laughs> like, it might be a little overkill. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny. Um, you you mentioned that, and one of the things that uh strikes me like we'll talk about it a little bit later but there were two things that struck me this week uh in general one sebastian stan should be considered for an emmy uh so he good. is ridiculously <laughs> good and the other is the fight scenes like we've talked about the production quality being film quality but man alive uh the fight scene with falcon in his falcon gear this week and using the jetpack in in the ways that he was using them during that fight was masterful it was so good uh, because he's not a super soldier so he makes the best use of his equipment as he can and he just just using like a little pulse to get him out of the way or to power up a punch or something and just it was it was great it was great. So. Yeah, my girl, my girlfriend. Uh, when we watched it last night, my girlfriend called called it a battle fart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. like, that's great. That's really well. <laughs> right. Summarizes it really well. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with you. I think this was fantastic. Um, it's so different from like the Wandavision thing, because Wandavision there was so much to break down in terms of like not missing little hidden things in each scene and there isn't as much of that but it is just I don't know I think I think this episode gave a lot more of that than the previous ones did mm, maybe I, I yeah I don't know we'll see as we go through it um but I but like I'm not I'm not seeing like little uh words in the background that that may allude to things you know I mean when we got into Madripoor there were certain um, specific uh, uh, sites in Madripoor that that were known in the comics, but it wouldn't have mattered if you noticed it in in the show. I didn't that's, see as much of that true. with this. So, 
Um, all right, let's just jump into that. Um, obviously, at the beginning, we get your, the previously on, and we're not doing the unzip or unopen thing that you were hoping for. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I it was too much to hope doing... for. Yeah, it would it would have been a nice tie between the episodes, just a little little bit of mundane to to start it up with, but right. Oh well, what are yep. you gonna do? So one of the things um, that was striking though is once we get past the previously on, you open on a on a far shot of Wakanda, and I'm going, oh my god, they're bringing us to Wakanda right now. <laughs> nope, not exactly. <laughs> they show Wakanda off in the distance, and then they pan to a camp in the woods. Uh, where it's just uh, Io and, and Bucky six years ago. And Io testing Bucky with the code words. Uh, her Russian is actually fairly decent. For is it? Some, yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's not bad. Uh, I, I've certainly heard worse from, you know, American actors. Sure. <laughs> um, but just watching Bucky... The doubt in his face, and this is part of why I think Sebastian Stan should be considered for an Emmy. The doubt in his face and the fear, and and then once getting through, um, and she's and she says, You are free. And then you see the relief and the happiness in his face. I would just it and he doesn't say a word. Uh, actually, early on, he said he he was like, "No, I don't think you should do this or something like that." But yeah, it did. It's it did, not going to work. It's not going to work, right? Um, and it was just, and he's freaking out while she's saying it, but nothing is happening. Happening, nothing but flashbacks and regrets is is what is what I was. So they actually down. they actually timed the flashbacks uh, to the words. Um, yes, is they all they all show up for specific words. Which was a nice little touch. Yeah. Uh, the the Winter Soldier music that high wail was yep. going through the entire thing until she says he's free, and then it sw- swaps the music. Yep. Which was really neat. And then uh, she actually has to say it twice because he looks up at her and, like the first look on his face. It, to me, it really looked like he doesn't believe her. Right. Right. So she has to repeat it. Yeah. So he gets it. And uh, then you get the breakdown from him as the music shifts, which was really cool. It was I mean, really they, cool. They, they're doing a really good job with the the, P- the PTSD stuff. I've seen posts from um, uh, ex-military people. Yep. Who say, you know, the, the shit that I've gone through, I, I deal with PTSD. The way they show they portray it here, it's, it's really good and gives me hope. So they're they're definitely nailing it as far as some people are concerned. That's awesome. That's that's great. I he, I thought it was just it was a great way to open the show. Uh, it, yeah, he he was amazing. So um, okay. So once we get past that, we flash back to the present, and Io and Bucky are there in the in the, in the alleyway uh, from the end of last episode, and Io's pissed <laughs> because they set Zemo free. And Wouldn't she, you be? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And and she basically is saying, yeah, Zemo killed King T'Chaka, and you have eight hours, and then we're taking him. Uh, You're and, lucky you got eight hours. Yeah, and then we then then we get the title, <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> um, I, it's kind of weird that it comes in at different times. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they've done it in, at the same time in, in a single episode so far. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, uh, but they're doing that. I mean, it's a pretty, 
normal TV trope. I see that in a lot, a lot where they give you like the first scene, scene of the episode to kind of set up the rest of the episode, and then they flip to the title screen. But, um, but anyhow, we we uh, go back to Bucky and Zemo and Sam, and they're finding out that Carly bombed the GRC building. Now they're they're in apparently one of Zemo's hideouts, um, which has hexagons all over the window just wanted to say yeah, that yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that it means anything it doesn't mean anything except it's just it, the design and it's except in every it, marvel movie it yeah it is um <laughs> uh, so so um this was a really cool scene where um zemo starts talking about the super soldier you know he basically say, say the super soldier thing creates fear and the desire to create superhumans can't be separated by supremacist ideals and and what's what's interesting is you know they're not buying into it into it but and and was it uh sam is like well the you know the the serum never corrupted steve and he said well touche but has there there's never actually there, been another yeah. steve rogers has there <laughs> yeah and i'm like oh a point for zemo yeah yeah well and that clearly is a recurring theme in, in this in the show right i mean yeah because you can't um, live really live up to cap um but his his comment also has a, a basis in reality right um you know to the point where the neo-nazis in the in the states so uh nearly attacked the marvel headquarters and wanted to fight uh kirby back in the day when he when he wrote the comic where uh cap punches hitler yeah yeah so yeah but also you know his his point is that whole like um you know all all super soldier serum should be destroyed because it will corrupt eventually you know you 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 it's definitely you can't have the superhuman without having super uh, without uh the supremacist ideals and while that is really a cynical approach there's (laughs) there's a lot there right and and when we see this a little bit later with with carly when she's talking about things with sam and we'll get we'll get into it but but and and sam just goes that sound kind of familiar (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and 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 she's going you're twisting around my words well but i think that's the point right the point yeah. is like things can get you, you can start with good intentions but things can get twisted to the point where you go beyond what you expected because you and can if i think if you put it in the in the context of marvel also it's a difference between taking somebody out of 1940s and yep. making them a uh, super soldier and a, a really nice guy out of the 1940s, right? Right, right. Versus even even taking a nice guy out of 2020, yeah, you gotta have different different results. Well, but also, that, that's, yeah, that's you're... 80 years 80 years of social Darwinism there. Right, and then and that's just I mean we're just talking about normal humanity, right? Yeah, and, you know, and and but in the context of of Marvel, also Erskine back in the day was even saying the serum affects who you actually are so if you're a good person you become better if you're a bad person you become worse yeah um, and we get a little bit of that again with the you know with Battlestar in this episode because he kind of harkens back to that to that comment right right so all right so we we flip back and uh 
Zemo tosses Sam a Turkish delight. Um, and, and it's like, and, and it definitely some foreshadowing here and yeah. they're, they're off to find Mama Danya's, uh, funeral. And so we, no, f- I, I agree with him though. They're definitely unresistible. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever had any, so really? Uh, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. They're so good. Irresistible, not unresistible. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's whatever. not, that's not the right word. <laughs> uh, we know, we know what you meant. All right. So. <laughs> Uh, and then it was, so the scene changes to the Flag Smashers camp where they're in a, like a hollowed out old house and they're hearing news on the radio that the patch act is getting fast tracked and that'll restore all the borders and, and, and get, bring us a, a return to normalcy, which is not what the Flag Smashers wanted. No, yeah. absolutely. And, and so clearly what they're trying to do isn't working. In fact, it's having the opposite effect. Um, so Carly's trying to come to terms with that. And then we quickly switch back over to the GRC building where Mama Donya passed away and Sam and Buck and Zemo are coming around looking for answers. Everybody's running away, right? Nobody's talking. Everybody runs away. Sam goes upstairs to keep doing some digging and people are leaving the room as he walks in. Uh, one teacher ends up talking to him and said, Hey, look, you know, I know who you are. The, you know, GRC made promises six months ago, but nothing's come through. Um, Shocking. Yeah. So, yeah. So we can't trust you. And, uh, yeah, in my mind, I, I will say I did flash on, yeah, this government bureaucracy, it's just not happening. Um, <laughs> just, it, yeah. So, uh, well, it, we, I'm, I'm thinking there's definitely more behind it than just government Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. No question. No question. Um, so, cut to Zemo in the courtyard. And Zemo is creepily singing Baba Black Sheep. And he dumps a bag yeah. of Turkish delight on the table. And gets little kids to come and talk to him. <laughs> he's creepy, but he's, he's smart and creepy. He's really but, smart. Really smart. That, that was really a creepy scene. It really was. Even the way he was singing it, it's like, it felt very, uh, if this was done 30 years ago, Jack Nicholson-ish. You know, <laughs> oh, just, God, yeah. Uh, it it, it kind of made me vibe on that. So, Your greetings um, and salutations. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, and so, that being said, the Turkish delight had the effect. He got the information out of one of the kids. Um, and then Bucky and Sam show up and basically tells the kids, hey, the little girl who told him, hey, those guys back there, they're bad guys. Don't talk to them. Keep this to yourself. I expected, I expected more out of that. Like, he said they're not to be trusted. And I expected, like, him trying to make a break for it and... Uh, them getting swarmed by people or something like that, and just nothing came of that. Well, well, but no, we actually did find out um, because when Zemo connects back up with them and they go back to Zemo's hideout, Zemo found out where the funeral is, and he told them that. And and right. they said no, they said I mean, well, I mean I, specifically from that scene of him telling the the girl, you know, they're not to be trusted. I, I expected something more to to happen there. I wonder if that may not pay off more. In the future, mm, um, maybe. however, I think it's probably just the don't talk to them, so I can keep this leverage. I think that's yeah. all it was. Mm. I, I think, but it did feel like it could have had bigger ramifications. 
right? Yeah, you're probably been. right on the second part that it's probably just just with the kids. Yeah. So, um, and and Zemo basically says, "Hey, uh, if I if I tell you all that I learned, then I have no leverage. So, I'm keeping it to myself. Thanks." <laughs> um, Smart. Yeah, exactly. And Sam is starting to understand why Carly's motivations or where they're coming from, but clearly they're misguided, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're going a little bit too far. Uh, clearly, by blowing up a building and killing people is, is too far, but he understands what happened. I mean, people lost a bunch of people, and then all of a sudden the borders disappeared because... People wanted to be around other people and moved into cities and whatnot. And there were houses and stuff available, houses and jobs available because half the population yeah, was gone. Half the population is gone. Right. So so it makes sense that people want to go back to that versus having to accommodate every, everybody coming back. Right. You can, you can understand it. It's just the way she's going about it is probably not the best way. Yeah. So. But I mean that's that's a that was a good conversation yeah. between her and and Sam but that was after we get the it first was. fight it, scene. It was it was yeah. <laughs> and so, that was so good. Yeah. So um let's see. Oh uh oh yeah when so Z is back to when Zemo is keeping the details as leverage Bucky gets really annoyed and slams him up against the wall and Sam's just saying take it easy. He's just going to extort you and do that stupid head tilt thing, (laughs) which I thought was hilarious. Because at that point, when he said it, and as soon as he said it, and Zemo Zemo corrected it, and I left even harder because he was already in the head tilt. (laughs) (laughs) Just do that stupid head tilt. Oh, (laughs) right. So Sam calls Sharon, and Sharon's walking through a really heavily guarded area. And she's nodding to everybody like she knows them. Yeah. It, like, And it was a very short scene. But it was just like, what is going on here? Um, It was it was odd. It was just odd. But then... Uh, there's we, a shot in there um, where they where she walks by a mural or a, a tag. The, the, gra- the graffiti, yeah. yep. Yeah, the graffiti was... Um, uh, the cat, the uh, oh yes, Alice in Wonderland. Yep, and uh, uh, the tag for the person that did it is actually a guy in Atlanta, where right. MCU actually yeah, I, does film a lot. I did awesome. see that. I did see that. So that I, was pretty cool. I thought that was a really nice touch. Yep, yeah, it was. So we flip back immediately to the Flag Smashers walking through a cemetery. Um, I tried to search for some of the names, didn't didn't have a chance to finish that up, um, just see if they related to anybody, but uh, nobody I could find so far. We get to the the gravestone of Lucas Kovacis, uh, Kovacis or Kovacisovich or something like that, which <laughs> I I don't know, uh, but it was Nico's grandfather, basically. Right. Uh, his his grandpa Lucas, um, and it's where they hid the serum. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And w- they made a point of moving the blocks around to be able to get to the hiding place. That it was clear that if you didn't have super abilities, you probably weren't getting in there. 
it those, those stones felt super heavy to me um so so they so they get the the serum i tried to do a count to see how many vials there were but we couldn't see a whole row of the vials so i think there were 12 left but not i'm not completely sure that's what there should be um so the carly and nico are talking and talking about the shield and the shield is a monument to a bygone era the shield should be destroyed and okay. that's the second time we we get a comment of the shield should have been destroyed yes yep um and then the scene changes back to walker and battlestar and walker is meeting up with with folks and coming down the 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 stairs and saying uh carly morgenthau is too dangerous for you to be pulling this shit and i'm going potty mouth walker once again <laughs> language yeah language um and basically john is like okay enough of this crap we got to go in and take her down he wants to go in guns blazing everybody else including battlestar wanted to let sam try to talk her down to just just have a talk with her um they're walking down the street. Zemo sees the little girl who he creepily gave uh, Turkish delight to, and uh, she points them in the right direction. So, so there's a there's a shot when they're walking up the street, and this yeah. is continues through the episode. Uh, if you look at the way uh, Walker is acting, mm-hmm. like he through the entire episode, he's twitchy. He's oh yes, like head jerks. His arm is twitching in this scene. There's just little spots here and there where it's just like, he's definitely losing it. Yes. He's, yes. He's going off the freaking rails. Yep. Yep. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah. And so Sam is pointed towards Carly and Walker's going, you got 10 minutes, then we do things my way and and then handcuff Zemo to a tank, which, That's which a was a great idea. Yeah. Well, well, and you know, even when he was handcuffing Zemo, I'm going, Zemo doesn't know how to break out of cuffs. I mean, come on. <laughs> So, did you check him for? Oh, I don't know. Even lock picks. It, He's a meathead. This, this <laughs> he is, really... Like the my and when we were watching, my girlfriend just kept going. He's stupid. Yeah. And like he he's he's a meathead. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, Carly is talking at the funeral, and uh, she was alone until Mama Danya saved her, and she sees Sam. Uh. And they're ta- uh, she's not talking to him yet, but she's still talking at the funeral. They we flip back quickly to Walker, and he's just like staring at the shield, and he's getting really impatient. <laughs> and they flip back to Carly. Sam enters and just wants to talk. Um, one of the really cool quotes in this was Sam saying, uh, it's not a better place if you're killing people. It's just different. Just different, yeah. Which kind of set Carly off a little bit, and and that's when it got her to be. You're twisting my words around, type thing. Um, and Walker is getting very. Then we flip back and forth, right? Walker's getting very impatient. Walker says this isn't right, and he tries to rush back in there. Bucky stops him. Sam gets back to Carly and says. Look, you know, you're, you're being considered a supremacist at this point. 
And he's trying to make her understand that she's using the same thought process as supremacists before her. And and she's like, oh, well, no, you're twisting it around. And, and clearly, gray areas, right? And clearly, she... Her intentions, I I really do believe, are good. Yeah. But... but uh, good intentions. What's the what's the line yeah, for that? Uh, yeah, the the road <laughs> to hell is paved with it's good paved intentions. With good intentions. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, it's just like she's lost her way. I think is really what it is. Um, but just as it feels like Sam is making some headway with her, in comes Walker and kills Sam's trust. <laughs> Well, not not only that, but he he charges through after you know taking a shot at at Bucky with a whole you know your partner's in there, you want his blood on your hands, right? If this goes down wrong, and you you know you get that little moment of doubt in in uh, Bucky's eyes, and I think that's just enough for Cap to be like, oh, here we go, let's 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 go do this. Yep, and uh, you know he's just a douche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, very much so. And, you know, I, I got to the point at the beginning where I was like, because I knew, I knew what was happening from the comics and whatnot. But I was right. like, well, let me see if I can get to the point where I actually like this guy. And I didn't, I've never really gotten to that point. And there's no way that's going to happen I think he's a very interesting now. character. I think he's a very much not a straightforward bad guy because he's not a villain. Uh well, I, I think the well, yeah, right. But he's not really a villain, even you know, right? Even in the comics, right? He's right. more of a anti-hero type of setup, right? Um, so I think I think he's an interesting character, and I think Russell is playing him amazingly. It's just he's a a gun ho, basically full military here, and you know, this is my job, and I'm gonna do it type of setup, and. Right. Uh, He's got way too big of uh, shoes to fill that he's just freaking out over. Well, it's it's funny because so one of the criticisms I've heard of Russell's acting from the beginning was that he seemed very wooden and very uh, just mm, there. There was no charisma there. Really, I, I'm uh, well. Here's the thing: I'm choosing to believe that's a, that was a choice, a, a specific oh, choice, so. because. <clears throat> Excuse me, because I think that um, now I don't think his acting is bad. I think we're just getting to the point where he can't hold that stuff back anymore, and, right? <laughs> and, and it's it's clearly the crazies coming out. I think um, the last two episodes he's just going to be chewing the scenery. Yes, I I agree. Um, so Walker comes in, kills the trust, and the chase is on. Uh, we flip back. Zemo's out of his cuffs. Clearly, he's in the wind. Uh, uh, we switch to Carly. Zemo shoots Carly and hits her. And she drops the serum. Because apparently, when you get shot, fanny packs just drop from your waist or something. <laughs> I, I, I'm not quite sure well, how that not, happened. It's not a fanny pack. She wasn't, it wasn't strapped onto her. She was carrying it. He I, shot her. Oh. She went down. I thought, I thought, I thought, it was, flying. I, I thought it was strapped to her. <laughs> I, I don't it think it was. But regardless, Fanny Pack drops. Uh, serum goes everywhere in terms of the vials. Um, Zemo comes in and he picks up a vial and he goes, oh, this is the serum. 
all the serum must be destroyed. And he smashes it on the ground and stomps on it and basically just breaks all the vials of serum. I love the the under the foot shot that you yep. get through the plexiglass and you know very very Breaking Bad. Yes, yes, very much. You get the, the even the blue liquid on the you know, the, the blue the blue meth. Right. Um, so as he's smashing them, Carly escapes and uh, escapes with Nico, and then Walker throws the shield at Zemo and knocks him out. Oof! And that, that was a that, that was a brutal hit. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not a knockout. That's you know my teeth are gone. My right. head is ringing. I I can't see out of my left eye. Yep, yep, <laughs> absolutely. But then Walker comes in, sees all the broken vials except one unbroken vial, and he pockets it. Now shocked, shocked. I tell you, I I know, I know. It's like <laughs> we can we can see where this is going. Um. And I'll, and I'll give you my theory afterwards, but um, right before uh, Sam, he, he pockets it right before Sam and Bucky come in. And then we switch back to Carla, Carly and Nico, and Carly gets a text message. And I, I will say that one of the things that I've heard from other videos about this is the, like this show, the people on this show spend a lot of time on the cell phone. <laughs> yeah, but it's like they're not setting it in 1950s this right. is set in 2024 <laughs> no, everybody has a cell phone right so but we get we get a text message from the power broker that basically say you you're playing revolutionary on borrowed time i will find you and end you uh if he doesn't get the serum back well that's not gonna happen he can't get the serum back because the serum's gone um i tried to count the number of vials and i think it came out right but i didn't i don't know that we saw all of them but I'm going to say they're all broken except for the one that Walker took. That, yeah, that I don't think they're going to do anything weird with that. So well, it's also it's the blue one. Yeah, right. So if they want to go weird with the serum, there's always the red from the Russian stuff. Well, right, right. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and you know, there's always a way. Right, that's yeah. where Nagel Nagel came in and just remanufactured it, basically. So, from blood samples. So, all right. So, Carly's Carly says, "Well, okay, so we got to separate Sam and Bucky, and then we got to kill Captain America." And see, uh, that's the first thing she said that I'm like, "Hey, I'm I'm with you on this one." <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and we switch to Zemo and Sam, and Zemo asks. Sam, if Sam was offered the serum and Sam said no and he said if he was offered would he have taken it and he quickly says no to Zemo's surprise and he says impressive uh, so and, and Zemo once again is like super soldiers can't be allowed to exist um, Bucky comes in says Walker's crazy <laughs> he, just, he goes I, I'm crazy I know crazy I know crazy Walker's I crazy. crazy. Right. <laughs> uh, Walker busts his way in and says, that's it, Zemo's under arrest. Okay, great. And you're going, okay, this is going to be uh, an annoying fight, but let's let's get it over with. Except the Dora Milaje come in. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and they're, and here, here, they're pissed. Cube, like, three more, yeah, cube more, three more moments of stupid from the meathead. Yeah, yep. Well, and he's just gone... Well, oh, so we, we're gonna get to so Walker introduces himself to the Dora, and they don't give a crap. 
<laughs> they, Nobody they, does. And what was funny is Walker's going, the Dora Milaje don't have jurisdiction here. And Io, you? one of the best lines from Io is, the Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje find themselves to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, don't F with the with the Dora Milaje. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not a great idea. And then Walker says, oh, well, I think we got off on the wrong foot and puts his hand on Io's for, shoulder. First, for, first, first stupid <laughs> stupid move is he calls them their pointy sticks. Oh, well, right. <laughs> yeah, and then the second stupid thing is you put your hand on her. Yeah. Now, never mind that it's a Dora Milaje. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You're talking to a, to a, you know a woman in front of you. First of all, don't put your hand on somebody you're talking with without them allowing you to. Right. Second of all, you know who they are. Definitely don't put your hand on her. Yep. I did That's I did a good go way to lose a hand. I did go dad joke on this one though. Uh when he put his hand on Io's shoulder, I went, Io, more like uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> That's terrible. Yep. And so the Dora Milaje proceed to kick Cap and Battlestar's asses. Is really it was ugly. Uh, Battlestar, you know, he he tries to do his best, right? But he's got two of them basically take him down and yeah. you know, he gets knocked out. Yeah. Um you know, Bucky tries to not join in for a little while. I well, like the Yeah, was... you go, you got him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sam's like, we should do something. Bucky's like, look at strong, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like Cap actually holds his own for a little while. Yep, and then just gets decimated until the spear shot through the armbands of the shield and pinning Into it the to table. the table. Yeah, yeah. so such uh, a good shot. But even before that shot, one of the things that I thought was really cool, uh, I think it was it might have been Io, might have been one of the other ones. They just like haul their spear like at something and it was really just passing it to one of the other Dora Milaje. Right. And it was it was such a cool throw cuz there it, was a uh there's a shot where Bucky gets hit and and I think it's Io that hits him with the spear or, or the other one hits him and you get like there's a uh, a panther growl. Oh, um, I didn't, I didn't notice that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, there was a sound effect of a panther growl. I was like, okay, that's a nice little touch there. Um you know, that's once Bucky actually joins into the fight. Right. Um, and, and Zemo backs yeah. out and he basically says, I'm out of here. Have fun, you guys. Yeah, well, he's smart. <laughs> yeah. Smarter than anybody else in this room. Yep. And then uh, Bucky gets hit with the uh, magic Wakandan pressure points and his arm falls off. Oh, the cheat is strong with her. Oh. And and, and he's just like, oh, what? How's that happen? <laughs> um. Walker is feeling completely defeated because the fight's over. The Dormalaji basically just they they have the shield in hand and they go, ah, just leave it. It doesn't matter. Um and they take off. I, I don't think it was a it doesn't matter kind of thing. And I think it is mostly this is not ours, this does not belong to us, even though it's with Branium, so they could claim it. Um so she says leave it. Oh, I just took but, it because their their main point was Zemo. <clears throat> It had nothing to do with, with. But I, I, I don't think they want to take the shield. Yeah. But we get this whole thing comes down after uh, Walker, you know, takes a quip at Sam for you know, do you want me to put the shield down? You think that will make it more fair? I'm like, are you kidding me? Sam right. will clean your clock. No, no, you don't need the. Sh- doesn't need the shield for it. Right. Um, 
you know, because he's like, well, there's no super serum in you. You know, you know we can we can do this out. And then he gets his ass kicked by two chicks with sticks. And he's like, oh, they weren't even super soldiers. Right. And and this whole thing is going on while he's got a serum in in the pocket. So, right, and well, just and look, just the look on his face is like, I can't believe, like, I'm getting my ass kicked. They're not even super soldiers. Yep, yep, and and clearly, it's another point for Walker to just feel like he's not worthy, like because that's that's what I think a lot of it comes down to is he still feels like he has to live up to Steve Rogers, but nobody can, right? So, so. He's got to live in that shadow no matter what he does. And it's got to be frustrating, along with just the fact that he's a nut job. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then Walker and Lamar have a conversation, which I think is interesting because it kind of mirrors the earlier conversation, which Walker is like, well, if you had a chance to take the serum, would you? To, oh, to yeah. Battlestar. And Battlestar, yeah. You go, and it was like... Um, he goes, power just makes the person more of himself of themselves, which is what the callback to Erskine, right? Yeah. And and uh and Walker's like being cap is the first time th- things feel right. Uh, imagine and Lamar's imagine how many lives we could have saved if we had that serum. And they're talking about like um the, the Medal of Honor medals of honor that they got and uh and what they had to do to win those quote unquote awards of excellence. Yeah, um, something happened. Was it? Did he say Afghanistan or Iraq? I think it was Afghanistan. Right. So something happened. It was a bad night. Uh, I guess you know he pulled out people from fire or whatever. Right. Uh, and he got awarded for it. Well, you know, but they did shady shit. Yeah. 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 So that's all fine. And then Carly, we switched to Carly, and she calls Sarah, Sam's sister. Yeah, this is where she loses me. Like I'm with her on a few things, including let's kill Cap, but you know, pulling pulling this shit, I I I was not happy with her. Well, what was what was interesting to me was I was actually okay with it until she said, "And if you don't give him the the coordinates, uh, maybe we can meet there at your house by the dock with your kids, AJ and Cass." (laughs) And I'm going, "Oh, see." Why'd you get it? Why you got to go that way? Yeah. That just that's just, not cool. That's a little far. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> about the supremacy angle. Yeah. No kidding. So Sarah obviously in that very next scene calls Sam, <laughs> let him know what's going on, and Sam and Bucky suit up to meet with Carly, which usually means this is the last fight of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So they suit up, and. Well, we do we do get a shot of um, um, oh no, no it was that was already during it wasn't it no 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 so There's so a, with right Karen, right with the uh, Sharon yeah with Sharon yeah yeah right after uh, they suit up and, and meet with Carly Sharon is tracking Walker somehow right but she's got bloody knuckles and a busted lip which she didn't in the previous scene yeah so. It's so weird. So she's definitely into something. She is. Uh, So, okay. She's connected. I don't think she's the power broker, though. Okay, okay. (laughs) So I was just going to say, let's just cut to the chase. Do you you think she's the power broker? I do not. No, I don't think so either. And and I think you brought it up last last time, too. 
I don't think she is, but she's definitely dealing with something. Right. And I really want to know what. Yeah, me too. I will say that I was looking through the end credits again because it seemed like everything was, was the same, but I thought I saw something a little different this this week. Um, and I did say... I, I did see that um, under Sharon's credits, it said Agent 13 of S.H.I.E.L.D., and that was crossed out. There was okay. a strike through on it, um, and it said Special Service right afterwards. But but again, because it goes by so fast, I wasn't sure if it was that Agent 13 of S.H.I.E.L.D. Special Service was crossed out, or if it was Agent 13 of S.H.I.E.L.D. crossed out and then Special Service put in its place whatever whatever that means i have a feeling she is still working for the government somehow and not working for the power broker i think she's uh, deep that, under, uh, deep undercover that would make sense in fact i so if i had to bet i would bet that she's deep undercover in an effort to clear her name that would be a good touch it would be um because she's got to her name's got to get cleared i mean that's it's it's kind of crazy so um, all right, so she she basically tells Sam on the comms link that apparently he's been wearing since Madripoor. <laughs> Just basically said, uh, oh, okay, Walker's on the way. And um, cool, that's great. Walker busts in, ruining everything again. And the Flag Smashers knock out Lamar and take him and tie him up. Okay, great. And fight, 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 fight. Um, the first thing we see from John is he throws the shield and it gets embedded in the wall. Like it just, I mean, I know the shield has, can, can go through walls anyway, but it was a, it was a concrete wall and it, it, yeah, it, it that's, got, it was a little that's strong a lot of power being thrown. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And Bucky starts chasing Carly and, Walker's going down a, a, a set of stairs fighting and there's a heavy steel pipe and bends it right in half. And you're going, oh, somebody took the serum. Yeah. Um, I still think there's a tiny possibility that he's been a super soldier all along and he was saving that for Lamar. But I don't, I don't think so now. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he, he, you know, with the way he, with all the commentary, with all the, you know, they're not right. even the super soldiers. I right. don't think he had it. I, I agree. <clears throat> I agree. And, and yeah, he got, and, finally got pushed over the edge and he had it with him. So might as well use it. Right. So uh, Lamar cuts himself free and we get back to the fight. And Sam, this is where I put Sam's use of the suit is impressive. Just the little pulses of the the jetpack and everything to allow him to fight better. I thought was was amazing. This whole fight scene was was great. Um, blah blah blah. Back and forth. Battlestar jumps back in the fray. Carly punches Battlestar into a column, and he is dead. Yeah. Um, and. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> yep. So in the comics, what put Walker over the edge was his wife got killed. Um, Was it just his wife or was it the his whole family? Uh, You know what? It might have been his whole family. Um, And there might have been some retcons in there at some point. Okay. But, but well, okay. But it's it was... Marvel Comics, of course, and, there's retcons. So it was basically a Punisher situation. Right. <laughs> so, um, so, uh... 
Yeah, it was uh, it was the the Watchdogs, right? Yeah, I think so. Yes, Cause, I think cause you're that's right. the group. That's the group that they dealt with in the in Agents of Shield. Right, right. And I thought that um, I thought sure Walker's wife was going to get killed in this show because she, they introduced her in the in like right. the very first first episode. So um, so okay, cool. Um, Lamar gets killed. Walker flips the hell out. Uh, Flag Smashers run. John jumps out the window, sees Nico, and starts chasing him. Uh, it's a good shot of him jumping out the window. It was it's great. Very, it was very great. reminiscent of some some uh, Cap stuff. Uh, also, uh, opposite of Cap getting thrown into the window by uh, uh, Scarlet Witch in yes. the movie. Yes. So you get the opposite of him, you know, he's dropping to crazy. Yeah, and and oh boy. And so John's chasing Nico into the town square. They're by a nice fountain. Nico's down and John obliterates Nico with the shield. Mm-hmm. And look, if it wasn't Disney, it would have been a decapitation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, just given the angle, it looked like he was just shoving the shield into his chest. Um, we never actually see the impact, which is good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> given the aftermath, so it what three or four massive hits with the shield into into Nico's chest. Nico is again, clearly dead. Yeah, but again, the difference between Walker and Rogers. Steve did this one shot on uh he he did the same exact shot yep on Iron Man yep but he only did it once and that's to only to stop the reactor to stop Iron Man right this dude just keeps pounding right um everybody in the town square and there's probably what 40 50 people in the town square cell phones out recording everything and we flip to a a, a downward or, or an upward shot looking at at Walker from the ground with the full shield, the bottom of the shield dripping with blood. And we go to credits. Right. (laughs) It's like, oh my God. So, um, yeah. There was was one spot before they cut to the the closing, um, before they actually showed the shield, you get a shot of him uh, like, profile wise and there's blood on the a on, yes. on his uh, on the outfit which yep. I, I thought was a nice little touch on that and then they shoot downwards i'm like oh okay that's better <laughs> yeah 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 and carly was in the was in the town square she she happened to be watching this all go down um yeah and then credits so we have two episodes left uh-huh um so speculation time do you think okay this feels like walker may i was going to say he was going to go on the run but i don't think so i think don't he think becomes he goes on a run. i think he he becomes emboldened and just um, i think they well we don't know i mean we know captain uh, sam is supposed to get the shield cuz that was the previews but right. hey, they could have been faking us, and that could be season two. I, I well, but I think if that happens, that happens the last episode. Right. Uh, there's also that. Uh, I think 
this makes it worse for the next episode, and then he gets the shield the shield stripped from him because you know it's a U.S. government propaganda piece. You can't have it. You know, you can't have the shield imagery bloodied. Do you think he gives it up willingly? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's the question. Um, and <clears throat> this is one of those situations, much like WandaVision, frankly, where things come to a head enough where I'm going, how are other people not involved at this point? And I'm not saying that's today. I don't think that's necessarily t- this week's episode. But if if it gets worse... How are are other Avenger types not being brought in? It just it, it, they won't they won't bring them in. I don't think, but but it just it feels like one of those situations. Like the WandaVision thing, it would have made at least it made it made sense for at least Doctor Strange or Wong to show up to find sure. out what was going on. Well, and we know what happened there. So well, yeah, but 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 anyhow. Um, so I think I think uh, so. So do we do we see the power broker yet? I don't know. Maybe like the last episode, we get a glimpse of him, and they set him up as the really big bad guy for the for the second season. I think you can't wait for the last episode. I think you have to you have to introduce him in this next episode in order for him to get beaten or or to to give some sort of momentum. I, I don't. I don't think you need him in the next one. You could probably do him do that in the last episode and give him momentum. He doesn't have to be beaten. He doesn't even That's have to true. be shown. He's the big bad guy boogeyman in the in the shadows, right? I think you, you know? got to show him. I think you got to show him. <clears throat> I hope so because I want to see who what, what they're doing with it. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't pull it off. I I think you got to show him, and I'm putting my dark horse in for who it is at this point. Uh-huh. Um. Yep, my dark horse is Thunderbolt Ross. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> now I have heard other rumors, and one of the rumors is Zola. That's just a, such a weird one to me. I I don't know if that would happen. Well, it would make sense, kind of from a storyline standpoint and whatnot and maybe zola's plant well so that would definitely give it a wizard of oz feel right i mean yeah because zola would be an ai not well maybe an ai technically but you know he would he's the body is dead (laughs) the body of arnim zola is dead but right uh so it's possible um yeah, but I but I'd like to. Th- I think that it's more. It's going to be more. I think there's going to be a human. I don't think it's Sharon. I think it could be somebody up in the United States government. I would not be surprised by that at all. And so Thunderbolt is in, is in my list. Um, so is that senator. I can't remember her name. I had it in an earlier episode, but because um, she, she was the one uh, Lockwood was, or something that doesn't sound right but but she i think she also was a hydra uh plant yeah at one point yeah so so i think that that could that could have something to do with it um so i don't know if there's that um 
And and I are just, we? I just don't see Ross going off, you know, the military bandwagon as a, a villain type. Well, except he also hates supers. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, so, so do do we see Sam take up the mantle? I certainly hope so. Well, I don't. Could... I don't think you can. I don't think you can finish the first season without it. So, because it could be Bucky. No, I I don't see that happening. Well, so remember last episode, Bucky said he was going to take it back. Well, yes, because he wants to take it away from from Walker. Right, right. And, and but 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 I think he, some of the words that he used were were if you're not going to if you're not going to take it, I am. You know that that kind of thing to Sam. Yeah. So I'm not saying that that that's the. I think it should be Sam. I think that'd be at least to begin with. It should be Sam. I think we, I think we, they kind of have to do the payout, the payoff with with Sam getting it. I don't think they have to do anything major with the power broker. Uh, I kind of like the idea of him just kind of showing up at the end of uh, the last episode, kind of like we had Thanos show up at the end of uh, you know one of the movies the first time around, and then you know everybody right. freaked out. Yep. So the the little spot and just a full setup as. Uh, you know, we dealt with uh, with uh, flag breakers in this season, but next season we're going to deal with power broker, and then next season we're going to deal with something else. That kind of, kind of setup. Yeah. So then, then the speculation about John Walker comes up. Do does he become U.S. agent? Oh, definitely. I think he's already there. He so, just still has the shield for at this point. Right. So I, I agree with you that he's he's probably already there. But then how does that transition work, right? Because you can throw him in jail easily. But um I think it's more of we're gonna take the shield away from you because we can't have this symbol be a bloody symbol. But hey, you know, you're a good soldier, you've done good work. Let's put you to work on, on you know, on this project that we have. And we're just not calling you Cap anymore. We're calling you the U.S. US agent, right? Which which actually makes the government even more evil. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, <laughs> Be, right. Because because then it, it's like, well, look, we don't condone what he did. He's definitely not who we want symbolizing in Captain America. Um, but he's useful. <laughs> but but he's useful, right? Exactly. And, and, and we have our own super soldier, right? Uh, but we'll have complete control over him. Yes, yeah. this time because. That's that always works. Uh huh. Sure. We only had what four movies for for the Born Supremacy. Uh, Born exactly. exactly. <laughs> so um, so yeah. Uh, I I I'm really looking forward to the to the last two episodes. I do want to see Power Broker, and frankly, I want. So do I. <laughs> what I, what I what I really want is I want Power Broker to be a new actor. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. And I'm not talking about um an actor that that we've never seen acting before. I'm talking about just somebody new to the Marvel universe. So right. um did we talk about speculation for that last time? Uh I don't think we did. So I I have this vision that Power Broker should be kind of an imposing uh visage of of people uh, of a person. So um yeah, I think we did. Gwendolyn Christie. No. I could see her being the power broker. Um, yeah. And 
if you went a little older and went with a went with a man because I think it, because of the way that they've been using it in context, I think Power Broker is a man in in this. Um, uh, most likely, they've been they've well, been using I mean, they've been using the word he a lot. Right, but it's coming off of uh, text messages and stuff like that. And a lot of times, when you read a text message from yeah, you know, not just somebody that. you don't know, it'll be just like, uh, oh yeah, this is what he said. No, that not just that because Sharon has referred to him as he as well. Oh, that's fair, and I'm pretty sure she knows exactly who it is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was thinking if it were an older dude, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, oh yeah, you did mention that last. Yeah, time. yeah, I think I did. I think we did talk about that. So yeah, <laughs> uh, but then we were going through like other, other uh, actors and and whatnot. I think Phil Keating brought up um, uh, Jason Statham, somebody like that. Uh, that'd be pretty awesome. I would love to see him as a bad guy again. Right, right. So. He doesn't uh, do it often, but he's really good when he's a bad guy. Right, right. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I really do hope we get to see him, though. And I really hope so it's a character that we've uh, never seen before. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, there's stuff from uh, Slash Film uh, for next episode. Yep. There's supposed to be a uh, a cameo, uh, like a big cameo, either in the next one or on the last episode. Um, and there's there's uh, tweets from um, it's a Marvel insider Charles Murphy, uh, and the tweet from him was um, on the surprise actor actress. It's someone I would never have expected to be in the MCU. It's someone I personally am a uh, huge fan of. Everyone is way overdoing it. So everybody's everybody's apparently thinking this giant giant cameo. It's not temper your expectations, but it's going to be somebody somebody pretty cool. So is it going to be Paul Bettany? Oh, that'd be pretty neat. <laughs> As himself. Yeah. Somebody, it's just Paul Bettany walks into the scene. Somebody he's always wanted to work with. Yeah, exactly. He trolled, <laughs> he trolled everybody so hard on that. He really did. It was great. I, um, I don't think that was actually the intent. I think he was actually talking about Cumberbatch. And it just didn't work out because of the travel stuff. But right, that right. If, he, if it didn't, that is an epic troll. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. I think that's. I think that's it. Do you have anything more for yeah, this episode? I th- no. I, I think we're good. Okay. All right. Let's just uh, close this out then. If you'd like to follow the show, you can go to Anchor.fm/slash/this-week-in-mcu or just search for this week in MCU and all your podcatchers. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitch, you can go to Twitch.tv/vo by Kurt, which is my channel and where we stream every week, every usually Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Actually, it'll probably be 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time Yeah, let's do forward. 10.30. Yep, because <laughs> Sen is on the West Coast. Like, oh, my God, it's early. <laughs> so, uh, sorry for the late uh, recording this week. Uh, Saturday kind of got away from me. And, oh, my ride's here. Yep, my ride's here. <laughs> the... The downside of living across the street from a hospital. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Sen, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me every morning on twitch.tv slash Raven at uh, 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. We do about an hour and a half, two hours of uh, Marvel Strike Force stream. And uh, sometimes I actually make it to a second stream as I plan. And uh, stuff for like Outriders and uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and a couple of other games here and there. 
Very cool, very cool. Um, and I can be found at VO by Kurt on Twitter and Twitch. On Mondays and Thursdays, I do Marvel Strike Force stuff. Uh, also co-hosting the Marvel Strike Force uh, podcast with Sen and with Charles McFall, the rock dog of podcasting. And it's the rock god. Not oh, rock I always dog. screw that up. I always <laughs> screw that up. Um, as if it wasn't on purpose. Um, on <laughs> Thursday evenings, I'm over on Nook's Tavern doing Nook's Tavern, the in-game, in-studio podcast all about Animal Crossing New Horizons with Philip Keating. I've got my solo podcast uh, that is Storytime with Kurt, and we're in the middle of our fourth or fifth Tom Swift book, eighth new book overall, something like that. I don't know. But you can find that anywhere your podcatchers find podcasts. Just look for Storytime with Kurt. And with that, we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.